talking about practice. Welcome to Hero Ball, the podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment. My name is Tom Jones. Together, as always, Carter Smith. <laughs> Darren Caldwell. That was racist. <laughs> what? What was racist about that? I gotta agree with Darren on this one. That is definitely <laughs> I wasn't trying to like speak another language or something. I, was just... I think we should definitely restart this podcast. That, that reminds me of uh, you guys remember Anchor or not Anchorman? Uh, um, Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights, Legend of Ricky Bobby. Vaguely. I didn't like how that was racist against Red, uh, against uh, Rednecks. Yeah. What was yeah. racist about that though? No, there's this there's this part where he's like they're shooting all these commercials because he's super popular or whatever. There's always like King Chong Chong Pro Candy, and just always. Oh, you're saying my my opening jingle sounded like some Asian language? Exactly. Okay, I you were you were mocking. Okay, it felt like a mock. Is it racist if you don't know you're doing that? Absolutely, that's the worst. That's the worst kind of racist. You are in. (laughs) unintentionally racist that's the worst because it just means you're unwoke you're ignorant of how racist you really are that's white privilege bro bro all right do you even privilege well for the record wait is it it's like you no, this is record you're yeah. so, you're <laughs> <laughs> people just like look way more racist if they try to insist they're not racist <laughs> that's for it's sure like, right it's like no okay. i've had a lot of black friends Here, man. yeah so, for the record, I was just making sounds. I was not... That, that was all that was. Well, so all language is our sounds. Hopefully, right? iTunes doesn't ban this. Oh, we're flagged for sure. Yeah, yeah we're flagged. flagged for this. But, this is going to um, get an E for... Explicit. Yeah, let's just start explicit. over. Yeah. All right. Let's grab it. All right. Heat check time. Did we even Heat introduce check. Darren? Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, oh, that's okay. That's, 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 that's how, how we got oh, to yeah. the racism. Mm. I'm all flustered now because I'm being accused of being a racist. So that's like, I don't know what's going what's on. What's funny is like we're actually a group of guys that probably does think that we've got some white privilege yeah, and don't, really don't want to be racist. But uh, but yeah, there, there we go. But so, somehow we are. Welcome to the racist podcast. Whoa, no, <laughs> scrub that. <laughs> Use me for yourself, sir. I don't know if I'm comfortable with this intro at all. This is a good intro right here. I like it. This is going off the rails quick and fast. Let's make it dirty. Let's keep going. Uh, make it like a big train. All right, so heat check. Politics. Oh, <laughs> here we go. We're going there already. Let's do it. This is my heat check. Heat check it. Because Darren, who doesn't know, I'm not going to say what branch of government you work for, but it's but uh, is a government employee. That's unfunded. Well, I currently. guess that's in, that's in quotes right now. Yeah. He's I, a quote government employee because <laughs> at this point, he's not an employee. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been at home now for 26 days. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty tough on my family. Yep. Not so tough on me. Uh, I get to I get to hang out and read a whole lot, but real tough on my wife. I get to watch like every YouTube clip you guys send me, which is That's shocking. Funny. You are a lot more engaged in the text thread. Oh yeah, yeah. That, like I don't have long silences anymore. I was telling my wife that I was like, you know, what I think work's been so hard for me lately is Darren's more engaged now. <laughs> so the thread is like more alive now. He used to have long periods where he wouldn't respond, and now the thread's just going all day. <laughs> so. 
I just want some adults in DC. <laughs> like, I like being home. Well, uh, it's been stressful. I'm, sure, I'm ready right. to go back to work. Kayla's definitely ready for me to go back to work. But uh, <laughs> so we were just we were just talking about before beforehand. Part of the part of the stress meant my kids got to bed at six o'clock. There's. There's some there's some tensions brewing mm-hmm. in the in the Caldwell household. So, and I need to get back to work. So Donald Trump, I know you listen to this. Nancy Pelosi. This is a racist podcast. Jeez. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's bring the maturity back into politics. Let's get the adults back in the room. And I, I just want to go back to work. I just want to go back to work. I just want to get. Well, I want to get paid. I don't want right. to go back to work. I just That's want to get right. paid. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're posting pictures of like. Nacho potlucks at your work. I work for a government entity. We have about, potlucks all the freaking time. Are you talking about Donald Trump? He's posting pictures of nacho potlucks. <laughs> Dude, the, the the potlucks at my work are better than what Clemson ate. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't. I still want to know how they ate McDonald's. Like whose idea was that to get McDonald's? Was that Trump's idea? <laughs> you know that scene in the I'm office. So, all American food, I'm baby. So baffled. By that, you know that scene in the office when, uh, like, when Michael Scott makes Ryan come in early uh-huh. and he brings yeah, him, uh, right. uh, you know, some egg McMuffin sandwich. Egg or whatever. McMuffin. He's like, so why do you want me to come in? Uh, this I wanted, wanted to bring me this. this. That's what Donald Trump did. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you made a good point about these kids. Like most of them don't have money to eat well because they're college students. So yeah, much, sure, most. they're getting they're getting money under the, the table. They there's get a few guys that are probably getting paid. But still, at the end of the day, a lot of this team is college football players. And they go eat McDonald's at the White House. If I'm going to the White House... Now, listen, I love breakfast all day. That has gotten me back to McDonald's a whole bunch. I'm just saying, <laughs> if I go to the White House, I don't want McDonald's. Right. Give right. Me, give, give me, me Cordon Bleu. Give me give Chick-fil-A. Me, give me a, dude, I would take a Chick-fil-A. Give me filet mignon. Yeah, why, why couldn't he have just catered Chick-fil-A? Probably close on Sunday. Yeah, he didn't do it on a Sunday. I don't know. I think he's anti-Chick-fil-A. All, all the conservative Christians in the house... Need to need to revolt. That's exactly what it was. Boycott feel, Trump. Yeah, I feel now that <laughs> he has clearly put a line in the Trump. sand of where he stands. When will this end? I think that the fact that he went McDonald's and not Chick-fil-A is a clear sign that he's anti-Christian. Absolutely. No, 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 no. His, his favorite book is Two Corinthians. <laughs> so, two Corinthians. Clearly is. One, two, and three, John. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. All right. Well, Carter, you can pick us up out of the muck and the mire. Well, all right. I got a heat check. This it's not really a, a heat check. A it's intro. more of just a, a cool, a, a, a something of note. Aquaman is Take DC's note. first billion dollar movie in this first first in this uh, franchise this uh, oh okay this connected universe in thing the DCEU I think it's the thing. first since The Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. so shout out to Aquaman if you would have told me you know three years ago four years or whatever that Aquaman last would be year. a billion dollar movie yeah last year I would have laughed especially I, when you would have said that there'd been a Batman vs. Superman and a Justice League movie, mm-hmm. I would have said, nah, you're crazy. Yeah, right, and it's going to top all of those. Not only top yeah. them, but well, lap it already them. has. It's Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably lapped Justice League because that, that movie So globally, long. it's made more than uh, Wonder Woman then? Yep. Wow. It's, it's the number their number one. one. Yep, it's made like... Even over, 
even over the Dark Knight Rises, or is it still behind yeah, that you know, one globally? It, it jumped. It jumped the Dark Knight Rises. So week. it's top dog. It's I think it's the one. number one DC movie. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, I think that's so. That's Shazam's incredible. coming out next. I think that that's more going to be like a. I, I just feel like that movie's going to be more of the scale of like an Ant-Man or something like that uh-huh. th- than probably not expecting to get a ton, but hopefully it'll get just, you know, decent buzz enough that it'll make some money and just I was give a, 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 you know, going forward Just some, some good momentum to you know? DC because they need some of that. Yeah, because the, the hit that they did have with Wonder Woman was followed up by a stinker in Justice League. And so now we did gotta, we just completely forget the Suicide Squad existed? Oh, did, no, that came out before, didn't yeah. it? That was my phone. That was before. So yeah, they've had like a bunch of stinkers, and then a hit, and then a stinker, and then now they've got another hit. And so it'd be nice to get an, a follow up hit with Shazam as opposed to just another <laughs> bomb. Yeah, but, I was you know, um, watching a, um, a a review today on YouTube of uh, the Spider-Man trailer, mm-hmm. and one of the guys on there was saying that he's really excited for Shazam coming out. He's he's really hopeful for it and excited for what it's going to be, and and I think you're right that it seems like it's just going to be a good, fun, action action in like the comedy sense, not like Die Hard or whatever, but just a good fun action. No, that's a Christmas movie, slapstick movie. I'm excited for uh, Shazam. I don't know anything about it, but. I love Zachary Levi. I think the story looks fun. I, I'm really excited for it. I don't know anything yeah. more about it than, than that. I Zachary think... Levi got ripped. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be Geek Squad he nerd looks like body status. John Krasinski when he turned into... When he turned into 13th hour John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah. Or Chris Pratt when he turned into Peter Quill. Yeah, that's true. He got big. I think the uh, trailer, uh, sh- next Shazam trailer is supposed to come out this weekend oh really oh, yeah, that's ni- right the 19th like two days yeah awesome. it's, it is 17th so yeah, yeah, yeah it's supposed to come out on uh, Saturday. i mean it's uh it it's friday came out, it's came uh, out the same time as uh as this conversation oh actually. that's right <laughs> yeah no <laughs> um and that then, reminds oh go ahead well i just i had a a story this is separate from the dc talk but give it to me this is just a funny story the dc driving talk home. meaning like trump dc talk <laughs> yeah the encompassing dc Comic book okay, films yeah. mm-hmm. and Washington DC conversation. So anyway, I was driving home from work today and listening to our local sports radio station. Uh-huh. Go back to the zone. Me too. Yep. And, and they said they said uh, stop at the uh, Little Caesars yeah. on Twelfth and pick That's up right. jazz tickets. Uh-huh. And so that. I thought I'm gonna go do that, but then I thought well. My wife, she's got some stuff to do, and she's got my nephews at the house right now, so she's got to uh, take them home. And just all, so I was like, I better get home. And then my phone rings, and Caitlin is on the phone. She says, "Hey, they're giving away tickets. Why don't you go try to get some?" So I said, okay, I'll go do it because I was just thinking I I should. So I make my way down there. It's not that far. I go in. There's this old dude, and I'm talking probably late eighties. Gordon, Gordon Monson old. No, late 80s. Like, old dude. What? Old man, like, Uh walking, like, slowly, can't open the door by himself, kind of old. You knocked him over to get to those tickets, right? Well, here's the thing. This this old elder gentleman 
took the last two tickets no. right in front of me. And I'm thinking, this dude can't even get up to the upper bowl because you know they're upper bowl tickets. This dude can't even get up there. They better be for his like grandson or great something like that. Yeah. Yep. The great, great, great grandkids. That's that kind of disappointing. 30. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, so like I walk in, dude gets these tickets and then they're like, okay, we just got rid of the last pair of, you know, the last in the stack. And then Gordon Monson was sitting, you know, they're sitting right there in the store and Gordon Monson goes, well, we've got these ones, but we'll just give these away to a caller at the five o'clock hour. I'm like, dude, I'm standing right here, fool. Uh-huh. I didn't come in here to buy this pizza. Yeah, right. But then I bought a pizza. So did you buy pizza out of obligation? No, because you're standing. No, in there? because my wife told me grab a pizza too, because I'm not gonna be home for dinner. <laughs> <'Cause>, okay, <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's the story. Bummer, dude. So who's the other guy there with him? I'm trying to think Gordon of who he was Monson with. I was listening to Jake it on the way Scott home. No, I think it uh, may have been Tony. Tony Parts. Danza. Yeah, Tony Danza. And Gordon. Tony Danza, tap dance extravaganza. Yeah. Right. Wow. That was a lot. <laughs> so I have a heat check. Whoa. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 1 the other day. And all I know is that Disney and Marvel had better write that ship with the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. So what's your video on seen, that today? I've only seen number one. This is probably my second time. Maybe my, those, Dude, I think it's my third time so seeing it. I love number one. And it's really good. Number two takes stuff from number one and it kind of exaggerates it. It's more mm-hmm. of like a caricature of number one. They exaggerate, exaggerate the humor and the litter, uh, the, um, the not the literate, um, Drax's... Um, oh, his literal, literalness. His liter- yeah, his literalism. Thanks. His literacy. Jeez. Literacy yeah, rate. Right. Stupidity. <laughs> so they exaggerated these things about it. But it's really good and it's funny in its own... Uh, I, I really liked it. Like it's opening really scene film. as a tearjerker, dude. The opening scene is rough. Like his mom, dude. I skipped that. Dies. Spoilers. Whoa, I can't handle whoa. that. I forgot about that. That's a rough this opening scene. Been out for Peter Quill's like years. Here's the. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to go into problems with the movie, but is anyways. So watching, I'm like, this is phenomenal. And after no, 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 that, they fired James Gunn. No, no, never mind. There's like the actors are disgruntled. Right. They're unhappy. They may not come back. They're going to jump over to the DC side because that's, he's doing That's right. Suicide There's rumors Squad that too. they might get cast in Suicide Squad just to be with James Gunn. Yeah, I think that's also a screw you kind of move. Well, sure it is. Yeah, because they're happy. Like, they've made both of those movies, or they're disgruntled. They've made both Dave of those Dave Bautista. Bautista as King Shark. That'd be cool. He'd be a cool go. King Shark. King he's a, Shark he's just a King he's just a character in the Suicide Squad yeah. with legs and arms. Is he, is he like he's killer. Man? He's killer Croc, but he's a shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like he's got a big head, like a shark head. He's a shark with. He's like usually a, a Flash shark. villain. Yeah, he's a Flash villain, and they don't know where he came from. He's just a big shark. Somehow he's a shark that he's a shark human. Yeah, I bet, can I bet Jason Anyways, Momoa knows where he came from. He can probably talk to him. I'm shark Whisper. Yeah. Anyways, they got to get this thing figured out because yeah. I want a Guardians of the Galaxy three now. I want to know about Peter and Gamora. I want to know about uh, the Ravagers more. G- Gamora's dead, man. Uh, well, maybe we'll see what so happens. So is Peter Parker. Plus that, so, I don't know what exactly. Guardians of the Galaxy three we'll is going to be like. There's rumors that Thor may be a part of it. Well, and, like there are also rumors that he was fantastic with Rocket and Groot in their little own side yeah. story in Infinity War. I'd love to see all that. If they throw Thor in with a Guardians that cast, tonight. that'd be dope. Tika, Tika Watiti is a rumored Tika. director. 
for Guardians 3, which he right. would be pretty perfect for that. Yeah, I agree I was, with that. I was watching I something cool on uh, was like IMDb's... Who who could like helm this thing? Because they're all under contract for it. So contractually, I think they're obligated to show up. Oh, that's it. good to know. Um, but they were going down the list of people that could do something with the cast and the script. Um, so, And I hope they kept James Gunn's script, you know? Because he wrote some good stuff. He did, but... I think I right. think they will. I think they'll just wait enough time to let the, um, you know, let it kind of pass by. Yeah. I don't think they'll bring him back to direct. No. I think he's obviously he's already in talks, and I think he's already under contract with DC now for Suicide Squad two. As far as I know, yeah. And it's um, a, my sources tell me he's yeah. yeah. <laughs> D, what, what are they telling you? That's good. So it's good to go. I don't think he'll come back to direct, but I I know that. Kevin Feige has been. Is has that there, how you say it? Yeah, it's yeah. I've always been saying Feige. No, it's Feige. Feige. Yeah. Uh, according, to sources, <laughs> according to my sources. According to my sources, but uh, I think he's already been out there saying that that's yeah still on the table to to use the script still. And then you know the actors. I know Dave but Batista. Batista. But yeah, he was Dave he, B. Just call him yeah, there Dave you go. B. David wrestling, B. wrestling, he just went by Batista. He was... Like hard A. Batista. Or, he was uh, pretty vocal on Twitter, mm-hmm. but I know one of the tweets, he basically said, I'll do what I'm contractually obligated to do. Not that I'm going to be happy about it, but that's, you know... I'd love so, for I don't know. I think they'll all come back to Rocket's they, story. Like, they... We know that Rocket was pieced together and whatnot, but they haven't really gone hard into his backstory at all. Uh, and I have no idea what else out, is out there in space. Maybe they can find some. Plus, that the Guardians of the Galaxy is just a mashup of people. It's like an Avengers group where, through the years, a whole bunch of people have become Avengers. Well, any of them are Suicide Squad as a rotating group. Yeah. You know, uh, we've even seen, the Justice League, and like you said, Avengers, they kind of bring well, they, in. The they dog set up in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, in the, I think, or no, number one, in the, the collector has the dog with the space helmet on. He's. He's a guardian at one point. The talking head at the end of number two that's voiced by Miley Cyrus, that's a guardian of the galaxy at one point. I just need more Howard the Duck thrown in there because I know they've had the Easter eggs, but I would love a forefront. Like maybe they need something from Howard. That would be sweet. That would be cool. Like to have like like an actual scene, like not that he'll be a part of the film, but a full scene where, yeah, yeah, they like go and get something from duck world or something yeah. yeah wherever he is at at the time i would love that because i know the easter eggs have been planted and you've seen them uh-huh. i think he's had one speaking yeah line well he's had two he he's had the, the, oh, okay he had the at the end of the first that's one he right. goes why do you yeah. let him lick you like that yeah that's right and then in the other one he goes once you go duck you duck never, yeah. you're oh you're out of luck until you go duck yeah i think that's seth green that voices that yeah it is that's funny. I'd love multi-talent. I'd like to see Howard the Duck. Well, they they set up the Adam villain at the end of uh, oh, yeah. two Adam, Adam Warlock. And I was yeah. reading. I was doing some some you know deep Wikipedia diving uh, a while ago, looking into that. And that's a uh, that's an interesting. He's a huge character. There's a, there's some interesting stories going on with that. Yeah. He's, Is he a good guy or bad guy? I Both. think he's a bad guy who becomes a good guy. Oh yeah, he's an anti-hero. Yeah, well, he, he I know both. he's. We need Corey up on this episode because he's like one of my brother's favorite dudes. He, he talks holds about him the a lot, Infinity so. Gauntlet at one point as well. Just holds it. 
well, wield, you know, wields it. Yeah, wields it. Yeah, he he Zields like it. was a servant of Thanos, and then he decides to reverse time and destroy Thanos and puts everybody in an yeah. alternate universe. Yeah, he's powerful. There, there's some weird he's stuff that goes on with it. So maybe that comes it into could play into your theory, dude. I'm holding on to my theory. You want to talk about that theory? All right. So so I mean, if you drag it out of me, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I think it's. The disrespect. I know, right? I know. No. um, So my theory is that what they're going to do. Respect on my theory. (laughs) Is they're going to uh, to essentially break off. (laughs) Sorry. They're just going to break off all the uh, all the different universes um, within. So you've got like your Captain America, Thor, uh, Guardians, uh, Spider Man, all that kind of stuff that. When they resolve the Infinity Wars thread and they restore, obviously, they're going to Black Panther will come back. Peter Parker obviously will come back as we're going to talk about. That's what they want you to think. And and that could be something, too. But, uh, you know, these guys are going to come back. But I think they come back into their own splintered universes that and they'll make up some like simple explanation that occasionally the universes collide and that brings a couple of the people together or all of them together but then they go off on their own maybe six universes one for each stone as they re reform it it uh, creates all these multiverses like our podcast or or they're all in the soul stone and we're going to have an entire phase of entire like universes within the soul stone before phase five resolves it or something like that how do they get to this you're saying they're like their spirits or their consciousness is like trapped inside stone so that's that's like where they go when they quantum so away in the quantum the quantum realm right now she's in the soul stone gamora's in the soul stone she just well, was like yes, thrown off but, a cliff and just cracked her skull. Well, open. for the soul, soul for the soul stone though. though, I think that's part of how the soul stone works. Is that if you use its power to take a life, that life is contained. So what was stone. Red Skull doing there in that he, area? Because he died. He tried to hold the tesseract. Is that what? Okay. And yeah. then, like zoomed him out in the outer space at the end of Captain America One, and we never saw him again. Right. Yeah. And so the soul stone held him captive as the. Watchman or guardian or whatever over, That's over the stone, and uh, to, to doom everybody possess. who would attempt right. to yeah. hold the power. Yeah, so There's so many of those movies, it's hard to remember everything. Because oh, you're talking like he was in like the third one, third movie, first, first, first Captain America, which is like the fourth, third, yeah, fifth. So you're talking, you know, and I'm just gonna be honest. I'm not 100 percent sure I've seen that movie, so. I, I've seen it's a it's a once. good one. I enjoyed it. But you got to remember that was before these things were streamed on Netflix and whatnot. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen it probably. If in seven you watched years. it now, it would not be as enjoyable as when it first came out. I still love that first Hulk movie they did. That was a good one. Well, not the Eric Bana Hulk. No, the the one that that's technically part of the MCU with <laughs> yeah. with uh, Ed Ed Norton. Norton. Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked it. That was a good. I oh. I thought that I saw it on TV while couple months back i haven't seen i remember that. seeing it and i'm like why oh, yeah. on earth are they redoing a hulk movie like three years after the eric Manilow? that's what i thought too and then when i saw that hulk movie I was like oh that's why because it's it's pretty good yeah whatever happened to live tyler same thing that happened to natalie portman man just got away yep 
and now they, they decided that the hero life wasn't for them. Hmm. <laughs> the hero and, ball life is for me, though. So and Hulk decided, gotta I gotta protect the world, and I don't care about you no more. Nope, he cares about got not, a hero, man. Scarlet uh, Black Wid- Black Widow. Yep. Was that song she sings or that thing she does? Sun's setting, big uh, guy. Sun, yeah. Sun's getting really sun's low. Getting real low, but that's how we should end our <laughs> podcast. What have I been doing this whole what time? What have you been doing? I like keep chucking. Take us peacefully out, D. Keep chucking. Hey, you know, I, I'm going to need to after this one because uh, we're going to get we're going to get added. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is our, our last episode. You guys know that, <laughs> well, right? Welcome to the swan song of of the of the hero ball. Yep. All news is good news. Is that what the saying is? No, no. All, uh, all, all press is good press. That's that's the saying. I believe it. That's what that one guy on Twitter that you were yeah. texting us believed. <laughs> right. Yeah, talking about talking about <laughs> we that one we it would be too far to, to quote yeah, we're that. Not tweet. We're not even going to go there. I don't even know. But that he's one a, was the PR racist. firm that was talking about how well, to produce NBA players. Oh yeah, let's not go let's there. Let's not go there. It's it's bad. All right. Spider-Man Far From Home trailer dropped yesterday, Tuesday, I believe it was. That was anyways, it dropped <laughs> one of these days. Like puberty. Keep, I'm going to try to keep my timeline straight, and I can't even do that. Dropped right on my foot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dropped right on your foot. <laughs> Dude, this brownie is good. Uh, <laughs> what are in these brownies? <laughs> it's in the Colorado import, man. He's all right. Give me a bite of that. <laughs> Far from home dropped. Nick Fury's in it. Spider-Man's in it. Mysterio. I'm, I'm perplexed. I don't get what's going on. There's like rock people and lava people and water people. There's a guy shooting green smoke out of his hands who looks like he's floating around with a fishbowl on his head. It's crazy. Hot Jake Gyllenhaal. The menace of Mysterio. Yes. Yep. What's going on? By the way, this is just for all the listeners. If you want to know who Mysterio is, go to YouTube. Google the Menace of Mysterio. You will find an old... Wait, you can Google on YouTube? Whatever I said. Yeah, it's owned by Google. So you technically, it's a parent <laughs> company you're Googling on YouTube. The Menace of Mysterio. We're all on the Google stone. An old, amazing Spider-Man cartoon from the 60s where Spider-Man and Mysterio fight. It's like a 24-minute episode. Pretty good. Gives a whole backstory of who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts, feelings, reactions, palpitations. So, so I seen it. Oh, you seen it. Looks awesome. That sounds racist. <laughs> it looks awesome. <laughs> looks very good. I was just okay on. I liked. What was the first one called? Homecoming. Stay at yes. home. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> Stay Spider- at home. Spider- Spider- <laughs> Spider Man stays at home. <laughs> Yeah, uh, run up the water spout. <laughs> Homeschooling Spider-Man. So, I liked it. I didn't love it. I was like, this is good. I like it. I'm probably not going to watch it again. If I do, it'll be because I'm just like, whatever. Turn something on. Uh, but this one looks like I'm going to love it. Spider-Man's one of my favorite heroes. Mysterio's one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. Oh, Hydro-Man's one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. And there's there's some debate on whether that's Hydro Man or not, right? But Might be an we elemental, I think. You're yeah, you were talking yeah. about Mysterio um, before it was even out that it was going to be Mysterio as a villain. I remember yep. you saying like it would be really cool if they put Mysterio as. I've a been villain. waiting. I, like, I mean, Mysterio? we've had how many 
Spider-Man movies. And time after time, they, they've villains. used the same villains. They've time redone. And I'm like, he's got such a, he's got a great, like, in my opinion, from from my money, which isn't much, but the money I do have. Bro, you're hero balling. Yeah. Yeah, we're He's we're got rolling. the best rose gallery next to Batman. And yet they only want to go with Doc Ock. Sandman. You know, uh, San- the Goblin, Green Goblin, Sandman. you know, which are good villains, but it's like, man, we've seen these. Yeah, and we've so, seen that movie. Yeah, like you said, I, I, I don't know when it was, but I've always thought, I need Mysterio, because Mysterio is dope. And it makes it even doper that it's Jake Gyllenhaal. So, Cause how he's about a great you actor. explain Mysterio for a little bit? What's his deal? He looks like he has some dope powers. He's like a... He have some dope powers. Well, think <laughs> Doctor Strange, the magic realm of things. Yeah. Now we're getting into the ballpark. Just kind of like a the power, right? What's that? Oh, brownie. really? Yeah. Yep, yep. That's why you don't eat on the air. You know what? We don't have commercial breaks. It was the crust, and it was delicious. This is a terrible episode. <laughs> You're just burping on the air. This is a terrible episode. Where You're we? probably peeking people's mm. headphones now. So, yeah. Mysterio is a failed actor. I don't know his whole thing. I'm just k- kicking this well, ball and you're going to take it. It's it's kind of like uh, how comic books, they have like an origin. And then a few years later, they kind of update it. And then a few years later. So, oh, it's yeah, kind so of like what, what... And it'll be interesting to see what... Um, what piece they take from the, sure. for this movie, but yeah, magician, actor, uh, lots of flair, um, special you know, effects. special effects, likes the Practical dramatic, effects. that kind of thing. So I have a theory. I'm just gonna throw it out there, just from the yeah, little, little sliver that you see, um, and I think one of you guys yeah, brought don't it be up. Lifting my so that now. wasn't well. It was it was just funny because when you said it, I was like, yes, that's exactly. I'm sure what I got I'm out sure of it. That's exactly it's, what that happened is. It's now. easy to say it now. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you share it then? Because because yeah, it, it was actually it was really good. Been riveting so far. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done with your brownie first? I am done. Well, there's some still some crumbs. I might go back for a little bit. Okay, just you don't know. wait till you're done talking before you lick the plate. <laughs> Already done, man. Already done. <laughs> oh no! So what we were talking about anyway is that uh, that Mysterio is going to either hire or enlist or create these villains for the purpose of defeating them but he fails stage himself as a hero yeah, he's going to stage himself as the hero which he definitely looks like in that one scene where you see him first without the fishbowl on his head right and he like it looks double- like he's in front of a, a crowd and he like, shows you don't up want you don't want any part of this he doesn't yeah. have his bowl on you get to see who it is and then he, and you have like the the high school Kid know, at the end. Kids uh, like watching this saying, oh, he's like, you know, better version of Thor and Iron Man combined or something like that. And so. So the media's probably bought into yeah. it too, of like, oh, a new hero. Yeah, they're yeah. buying it. Yeah. They love it. And Nick Fury's going to come along and he's going to go, there's more There's more to this than you than you know. This is, this is going to go bad or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man's going to ultimately save the day, but not before Mysterio paints Spider Man as this guy that's just getting in the way. But then Spider Man's gonna and ultimately end up saving the day, redeem you know, rehabilitating his image, and Mysterio's going to hate Spider Man for the rest of his life because he stole his thunder or something yeah. like that. Yes. So he exactly it, that was my theory too. So, <laughs> so good call, it's interesting. D. Like it would be interesting. <clears throat> I almost finish that brownie, man. I've heard that theory as I've looked around on YouTube, Googled YouTube today. 
And um, I feel that that would take all the wind out of the sails of those elementals that we see if they were merely practical effects. Like if he's just using magic or uh, um, tricks to create these like storms and rock monsters and whatnot. If at the end it turns out that these are just mere illusions or tricks, I almost feel like that kind of just deflates things for some reason almost because they look so incredible that with so i guess here's but it shows you how powerful he is if he's able to create those but with any trick there is a perspective to it like you you can't be behind the magician or to his side when he's performing a trick because then you'll see how the trick is done well if he's doing this and it's nothing more than a trick certainly some people are going to see it and go oh there's strings that are pulling something you know what i'm saying like they're gonna see how the trick is performed. So y'all, I, y'all remember that show? I like the idea of it. I just, I just have a hard time thinking that's all it's gonna. I think there's gonna be elements where he does that for sure because that's his character. Well, he's got think, real, but I think real powers. He's really creating these things through whatever. I don't know if they'll come up with an explanation of how he has powers or if it is just effects as opposed to like I guess it depends you know on and maybe it's hey he th- he's got these powers he's going to create these these elaborate fights to stage you know hero and then maybe it goes bad right you know and or I don't know I mean there's a lot of different angles they could take with it but I think he actually has powers I don't think it's like he's just it's not purely just a pra- yeah, practical effect isn't just a David Copperfield out there yeah I think he's actually because if he is then yeah he just expose him as just a magician and that's that but right I mean, from so, so, from what i can tell it looks like he's actually got powers so, some of some sort some sort of sorcery to the, according to the yeah. youtube google uh says he does not possess superhuman abilities yeah. but he is an expert designer of special effects devices and stage illusions a master hypnotist and magician and amateur chemist and roboticist. Okay. So then that's what I was going to say. It was it like, I know him cool. as like a magician, but I just thought maybe they'd be taken it of an angle where he actually has these powers, but mm-hmm. yeah, like totally be wrong. Yeah. Another, it's just a teaser trailer. I don't know. Another theory I heard was that maybe he is actually employing these people to go along with the ruse. Like that, you're saying. That, that's what I just said. No, I thought you were saying that he's performing these things. No, that he hires or enlists them. Oh, yeah. Or creates them, potentially. If he's an amateur chemist, maybe he tries to do something, something that's horribly wrong and creates these beings or something like that. Yeah. I kind of like that idea that maybe they're working hand in hand somehow. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. There's... There's a lot of ways they can take this. <laughs> I think there I is. I forgot what like, I was going to say. At first, I thought it was really spoiler heavy. And there's there still is plenty of things I wish they wouldn't have shown. I wish but as far as the yeah. movie itself and how it's playing out, what Mysterio is really doing there, um, I, I think it can go a lot of ways. I don't think they've really spoiled that part. I just wish they wouldn't have shown Fury and Maria Hill and Spider-Man and I the would- Black Noir suit. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of cool things they could have kept for the movie that would have been cool. I'm glad they showed Mysterio just for my own. Just like he's got the classic look. He's got the fish, you know, bowl helmet. But they've shown every villain now. They've shown four of them and Mysterio. And also, is the Vulture going to be in this movie? Is Michael Keaton coming back? Probably not in this movie. He's on the cast. 
But oh, I he bet, is. Yeah, he's it. he's listed. But it might just be a scene, Maybe you know, because he's like Mysterio meets up with them in in jail. That's what I'm guessing. And they devise some. Maybe just doesn't this take place in Europe and it does. he's back in New York? Well, my guess is hey, it maybe be a post credit thing, or or maybe it's in the beginning hey, of the movie. Those are different sides of the planet. There's talking, no way they can go this back. This is the and Soul forth. Stone, man. Anything, <laughs> this is anything could happen. No, I wish that they hadn't relieve and released the trailer until after Captain Marvel had come out. Just so that... I mean, I don't know what Captain Marvel is going to do, but we're supposedly going to have some idea of what she could possibly do. I mean, we know all the nerd YouTubers are going to be going crazy with their theories about how whatever we see in Captain Marvel is going to play into Endgame. But, I mean, it would have been even better if they hadn't released anything until after Endgame came out. I agree. But that's not how movies and marketing all work. And was Sony in control of that? Yeah. That's what I had heard. Yeah, so. I think if Marvel yeah. was in control of it, they would have pushed the release date back until like even maybe even November. Right. And said, we're not even going to release this. So we don't have to do any marketing, any trailers, any hype until after Endgame is, is out and good. I think that's what Marvel would have preferred. You know what's strange to me is people are saying that this, I think even Marvel execs or Sony execs have said that this movie takes place minutes after Infinity War number two or in game or maybe not minutes but like hours after or days after it's that's a really what, short that's period what i've time. read too is it's why even say that i don't even who needs to say that i don't even see how that's possible like they don't even act in this movie as if anything well, something's gonna get reversed even happened something's gonna get reversed in Endgame, and none of them are even gonna remember battling thanos Probably. or that they got snapped away or anything everything's gonna just gonna go back see, to like kind of as if it never happened like that where it kind of seems like these guys don't even like recall it. If it and takes place, Tony that Stark soon, will be dead, but no one even remembers Iron Man. It's like as if to, he never even was a. Yeah, I don't mm. know. All you have to say, if you're a Sony exec, is say, "We're not going to tell you, but trust us, it works in the timeline." Right. You know, it, yeah, it works. It's going to make sense. Just hang on, because right. because well, what you do then is you you build hype for your own movie instead of trying to explain it. Let the movie do the explaining. And that's a good point right. because Aquaman. That's what everyone was wondering: Does this take place before Justice League? Right after what is it? Is it a true origin? Is it about and DC? You know, and Warner Brothers were like, just watch the movie when it comes out. Right, and we learned that okay, this does take place after Justice League, but obviously it was very loosely tied to it, and like it was just nice to watch the movie to see that right yeah yeah i don't need to know six months ahead of time when this movie takes place in the timeline i will watch this movie unless you give everything away then i will wait for it <laughs> you know but i i want we we've known for what 10 years that there's going to be a face-off with thanos we knew that so many of these things were going to happen we knew when thanos killed everybody that somehow we're going to get him to come back we knew all of those things. The biggest mystery is in how it all plays out right now. So try to preserve that. And to give us some indication of the timeline doesn't that, that makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Just step back and it let does. us actually experience some kind of wonder because we can't have that anymore with comic book movies. We can Wikipedia how all of it plays out before yeah. we ever see the movie now. So just just give us something, man. So, I have a question. As That's a loneliness in Klingon. Klingon. <laughs> oh wow! What is that reference right there? 
The Simpsons. Oh, okay. What is there? I, I only know words? that from you. I've said that yeah, like oh, for really? 10 years now That's since awesome. that conversation we had It's a, a comic ago. book guy, and I can't remember what happens, but he's like, is there a Klingon word for loneliness? And he pulls out this little book, and he goes, ah, yes, Gyardach. As a Mysterio so fan, do you have a preference on whether or not these are actually the elementals, or maybe it actually is... Uh, Hydro Man. Man, you were stuck on this. And one. the other guys. Or do you? Are you okay if it's not? Well, because it's like so, the main part of the trailer. So I don't really care as much. Like uh, you care? Like I don't care as much. Like if they because a lot of these characters, you get the skeleton of what the character is, and then they do take liberties for a lot of these movies. You know, not not all of them, but a lot of them they do. They just for cinema, it's just different on the screen than it is reading a book or yeah. even a cartoon and stuff. But, so I don't really care as much if they just say, hey, he's purely um, a magician, or no, he does have these powers, or there was an accident in a lab, or something like you said, uh, Darren, where- he got bit by a happened. spider. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't really care, necessarily. I will say, just on a personal, like, just liking Hydro-Man, I liked him in the cartoon, and then I had an action figure of him, and that's- that's really why I like it. It's not like he's this like deep, awesome character that has all these. It's just more of like a nostalgic like, oh, okay. man, I really like that character. So I'd really like to see him in the movie, like actually the character as opposed to just like a, a figment that Mysterio creates. But if that's how they're going to do it, just to eliminate having four or five villains in one movie, like I can understand that. Yeah. But I would like to see it true, uh, like a true Hydra-Man or... You know, and I'd I'd like to see Mysterio leaning into that magician magic side because that's from the cartoons and stuff. That's what I liked was Mm. just the, you know, and but you never really knew if he was just, you know, puffing a thing of smoke and he disappears. Was did he really disappear? Did he vanish into a different dimension? Like he's claiming, or you know, I don't know. It just so I don't know if I personally really care that much, but. So there is an Easter egg in in the trailer um, when Spider-Man's best friend, I don't remember his name, um, but when they're on the boat and um, somebody's taking a picture of him, somebody's taking a picture of Ned and behind him is a a boat coming behind him and the name of the boat is ASM212, which stands for Amazing Spider-Man Issue issue 212, which is the issue where... Hydro Man first appears and is on the cover. Okay. I like that. But it could that's just cool. be a little like nod just of... A, yeah, nod. Yeah. Or it could be that, hey, Hydro Man's in this movie. But that seems a little too on the nose. As And there hasn't been any like casting news, yet we knew that Jake Gyllenhaal was Mysterio... A long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. And allegedly, I don't know if this is true, this is just my sources... <laughs> Not really my sources, but it's just Twitter. The, the Twitters. <laughs> yeah, th- that is my source. Just what, what does Twitter say? No, but there was a rumor, though, that uh, Matt Reeves was really, really, really trying to get Jake Gyllenhaal to be Batman. Mm, I remember all that. And then suddenly he was cast as Mysterio. Mysterio. And so it's like, okay, if that's true, mm. did he spurn DC to go do a Marvel movie? Or did he say, because Batman's not coming out till like 2022 maybe he said that's just too far down the road i don't know what my schedule is going to be but this opportunity is right here i'll do it I maybe or is he say i'm gonna do both and he's gonna be mysterio and he's gonna be batman 
time will tell. Very cool. Any other thoughts on Spider-Man before we move on to Spider-Man? It looks pretty sweet. Looks dope. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm just glad that Marvel is now the one. I mean, I know that Sony's ultimately doing it, but Marvel has some level of creative control over right. the character and the story and all that. So I'm glad that I don't have to worry about Sam Raimi making Spider-Man do some weird, ridiculous dance in a black suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird, huh? Yeah. I remember that scene. And even things like him and Mary Jane relaxing on a spider web oh my gosh. in between <laughs> strung between trees looking at the stars I intentionally like don't remember I, those scenes it's just so cheesy <laughs> so bad and the spider web that they're laying on looks just like ropes pulled taut in between right trees. like steel cords yeah, like, like steel cords yeah <laughs> yeah instead weird. of and they and they did the whole like he could now shoot them directly out of his body instead of devising like make creating robotic devices that could shoot it and having to refill the cartridges because in the comic books and the the animated show the cartridges are like being like having enough cartridges and refills and all that are play a really important part because there's times when like he runs out of web fluid at the worst possible time or doesn't have enough and he has to create all that kind of stuff and they does he that- make it yeah, well, they worked that into Homecoming, where in his chemi- in, in his suit, uh, right? his chemistry oh, lab, he makes it and stores it under the lockers in his high school. Uh, and so I don't he remember that for some reason he has it packed in his suitcase in the trailer. Yeah, and so he two bottles of it. He has he's you know they explain it as like he you know being, after being bit by the spider, he's got all these new like mental and abilities as Physical well abilities. that just make it possible abs. for him to do it. Yeah, he's got abs. As opposed to just like so this Spider Man pretty much purely only has like super strength and can jump really high. Right. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't yeah. have web ability. Yeah, like that I remember when that came out, like all the all the hardcore fans were like, This what are you doing? That's stupid. Hmm. And Which they, that's actually a good limitation on the character. Yeah. That he doesn't have an unlimited. I love Spider Man, and for some reason, I've never really paid attention to that detail. Huh? It's, it's been a favorite hero of mine for a long, long time. One of my favorites, and yeah, never really paid attention to that. Like, I just figured he shot webs. Right. I mean, I've noticed some. You know, obviously, some of the cartoons and some of the old comics, you can see the can like on his wrist. Right. But I guess for whatever reason, I never really yeah. And you if put much too much uses thought his to it. fingers in different ways. It produces different kinds of webs and. Mm. They kind of explain. I don't know if he ever had a suit like the one he did in Homecoming in the comics, but the the suit makes some of the choices now. He's got an Iron Man style suit. I thought that was a it was an, it was an interesting storyline, but I thought it was kind of lame comic book wise. Hmm. But uh, I'm probably I mean, getting all my info wrong. Then now I'm questioning everything. <laughs> so, but anyway, they're finally doing Spider Man right. I didn't even watch the Andrew Garfield ones. I didn't so. Either. And not, a, not a single one of them. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for this. They've got a different take on Mary Jane than what the uh, the original was. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of interesting. I like that. But it's a it's it looks good. It looks fun. It looks exciting. It looks like it's not going to be. It's not going to have that sophomore slump that so many of the movies do. So mm-hmm. so anyway, all right. Going from swinging from skyscrapers to swinging on rims. Whoop, whoop. Donovan Mitchell. He's on fire! 
Dude, he's been... He's on, he's on fire. Yeah. He's tearing it up. 28 points a game. His last seven. Yeah. He's been My fantasy basketball. Like 47% from three. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. Like six Shooting assists a game. lights out. Mm-hmm. Lights out. And it's all since he took over point guard duties when Rubio went down and then we lost Exum and then Neto and then basically everybody. We're playing seven guys. And it... So he's excelling. Grayson Allen is getting minutes. He's excelling, and Rudy Gobert as well. It's just both those two dudes lately have been phenomenal. Gobert's had a had a career best season in general. This is probably the best week of but his career. He has been putting up twenty twenty games or close to twenty twenty games almost every single night. Yeah, for four games now, I bet yeah. close to three blocks a game. I think. Uh, like I know he's had four on multiple occasions. So both of those dudes right now are playing amazing all-star basketball. And five-game win streak. Yeah. Did you guys hear what Doc Rivers said about Rudy Gobert last night? No. That was a... And, like, I've known this. Can you say it in the Doc Rivers scratchy (laughs) voice? Yeah, I love hearing him, him, like, mic'd up because it's just... Oh, yeah. (gasps) Just And, like... Not as bad as Thibodeau, though. Oh, that's true. That's Tibbs was the worst. It's so scratchy. Yeah. But no, he and, and like I've known this, but like just I guess hearing it from like an out non-local, like you know, you just hear the the praise heaped a lot from our local station, from yeah, all the time, David Locke from, and so you, yeah, you hear it, and we get it, we know. And I feel like how I, great he is. I feel like I hear more criticism from but, the national people. Yeah, but like when it, and so it just it's like it almost just hits you differently when you hear someone else say something like this. But Doc Rivers basically said, Rudy Gobert doesn't and probably will never get you know, for whatever reason, the credit he deserves. He said, because this is a guy who affects, you know, he said it, it basically what he, what he said was if you gave the guy a point for every point he prevents the dude to be averaging 40 points a game. Oh yeah. He's like, so you don't realize that Rudy Gobert on any given night saves your, you know, the basically, uh, takes away 40 points possible points from just on affecting the the rim not even blocked shots but just affecting it you mm-hmm. know and and so it's just an interesting thing to hear I and mean, like i said i've heard it before and i know that and i agree with that yeah, we know but just hearing presence he that has. way of saying like he prevents 40 points a, a, a game from whoever he's playing against yeah like every single night it's, it's nice just like dang some... that's like it's true you know, you know he just used forty as a number, but he's making the point of like, you know, large number of points yeah. that he's taking away from the opposing team every single night, just with the way he patrols the paint, affects shots, and you saw it last night, all night. You know, Patrick Beverly, uh, Lou Williams, guys who normally are. Wizards around the rim and stuff like that couldn't get anything to drop just because he's there. Well, and not only that, on the offensive side, he's dunking everything in sight. And there's, yeah. uh, they played the Pistons a while ago when he went up against Drummond. And there's this play where he got the ball back to the basket and he like spun around and dunked right on top of Drummond as Drummond was trying to block it. And it was just one of yeah. those plays where you're like, dang, he took it right to him and made him pay for even attempting. And that's something that's that nasty. that we've always wanted to see from Rudy because you can he could almost dunk without jumping without right he tiptoe dunk that thing yeah 
And, but he's an athletic guy. Why aren't you dunking more? Um, and he's been just cramming everything in sight. Um, I think he's second in field goal percentage just behind Giannis uh, in the league or something like that. Wow. He's he's up there. Yeah, Ben Simmons is up there too. He's like at 65%. Ben who? Ben Simmons. Ben. Hmm. Haven't heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, no. He was rookie no. of the year last year. No, that was Spider. No, that was Ben. Pretty sure that was Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real, I mean, there's no better first-year player in the league last right. year than Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I'm having a hard time recollecting this Ben... ben S- what, what? Simmons. Oh. It's S-I-M-O-N-S. Simons? Is that Bill Simmons' son? I think there is a relationship there. <laughs> I think Bill, like, he's a homer of of uh, Bill's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. It's kind of coming into focus a little, okay. little bit. But, yeah, and then Donovan, what he's doing right now, though, is just, it's just been insane. I don't remember who I heard say it, but they, they were talking about how... Probably Ben Simmons. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that, that Donovan is working on, maybe one of you guys even texted it, that he's... He's working on trying to develop a Tony Parker-esque floater game. Maybe it was some some coach then or analyst was saying that he's. I can see he's it. He's been working on that. The if coaches, that's what he's working on. I can yeah, see it. Yeah, the coaches it. have been trying to develop that in him. Uh, which is this is what we saw last year at this time, right? Like the coaches, the Utah Jazz coaches were giving him these ten different types of close range layup shots for how to get his shot off over bigger guys and in the lane. And he started implementing them in the December time frame. And then he tried tried to do that at the beginning of the year, but he was getting he wasn't getting anything inside. His percentages were way down. Yeah. You watch, I watched all of his highlights on the NBA app yesterday. And he's going into the lane. He he's super low in dunks, right? Like we were texting about this. He's only had twenty dunks on the year. Last year at this time he had like sixty or something like that. So he, his dunks are way, way down. But you watch what he's doing. He's taking tough shots within 10 feet of the hoop, and they're falling. And these awesome. are Tony Parker-esque. Like, I'm coming in there. I'm just going to drop this teardrop floater. Teardrop. As a Laker fan, I hated oh, those I was going to say, that was so frustrating about Tony Parker. Because you looked, like, when it left his hand, you would think to yourself, there's no way that is. Right. Like you said, just these bizarre shots, weird like, floaters, we strange that? angles, <laughs> right? Yeah. And yet they right just go every time, every time. And, and that's I'm what happy Donovan, that Donovan is doing. Is doing it. <laughs> and you watch; he's got these little push shots. He's got these yep. little floaters. These, and he's going up against guys, hands all up in his grill, and he's dropping these these yep. teardrops into the rim. And and if he can do that, I, like I was texting you guys yesterday, we all talk about how Steph's elite from three point, maybe the best shooter of all time. But he's also elite around the rim. Every elite offensive player is always elite around the rim. Yeah. And if he's going to be that way and get his free his, his threes just up to average or just above average. Well, that ups I mean, his it's, chances it's of insane. getting to the line, too, oh, which yeah. is a huge part and of... I think he's been getting there more in this five-game winning streak. It seems he? like he has. Yeah, I'll check the stats on it. I'll but. check the YouTube Google. Yeah, yeah. Google that YouTube. But, you know, and that's that's a part, you know, obviously we don't, we've all got thoughts on James Harden, but the dude gets to the line, whether fairly or not, I don't know. But if you can get the riffs t- 
to blow the whistle. Here's the or, thing about or not blow the whistle or not blow when the whistle. you take five steps backwards. There you go. Well, you know, <laughs> and that's the thing about James Harden. We, we he he gets the stuff the way he gets it, and it's frustrating. But the, he's an but player. you know what? His he has a quote where he basically it was that time he said, "What am I gonna tell on myself?" Like right, the dude's like, got a point. Why? If you're it not going to call if, it, if it works and you're not going to call it, then he's just going to keep doing it. Which what is, is it with is, Houston players, man? Elijah Wong yeah. could travel at will. Whoa, listen, he is my favorite center of all time. What? You you watch your tongue when you are speaking about Hakeem's a dream, Elijah Wong. Hey, I love Hakeem too. His footwork was so pretty; he was like a ballerina out there. I would take Hakeem over Shaq. There is something. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That. That's prime Hakeem, not like uh, mid '90s Hakeem. That yeah, but over older. prime Shaq. Oh yeah, because they. Here's the thing: if Hakeem. they would have called Shaq the way they should have, which is you don't call Shaq. <laughs> Spoken like a true Kings fan. No, what I'm saying is they would call <laughs> offensive fouls on Shaq when he's big. Like that's not a foul because he's big and, and when both a dude people over drapes himself all over you, it's a foul. No, Shaq didn't drape people. What I'm saying is they would call offensive fouls on Shaq when they shouldn't have. Okay. All right. He would have been way better than he was if they would have let him play as he could have. But they're going, wow, he's huge. He's boiling, bumping into you. Wait, I, I, don't, I don't get... You're arguing that Shaq is actually better than I mean, he's he better, played. That's right. And so you would pick Hakeem. I'd pick Hakeem. <laughs> Spoken like a true king's I'm saying Shaq could have been better than what his stats were. Shaq could have been better if he didn't eat Krispy Kreme all, all day during the offseason. Eating Krispy Kreme, well, you know what? Breakfast is not all day. <laughs> Krispy what about second breakfast? <laughs> we got Donovan Mitchell uh, Google results here. And yes, in fact, in his last three games, he shot 10, 9, and 8 free throws a game. Dang. Which there is actually up because normally That's he's great. like 2, 4, yeah. 3. Right. So well, that's awesome. That's that can that's only going to help. And like you said, when you look at the elite players, Go they've Hakeem. got an, they've got an elite shot, like or, yep. or you know whatever the game, you know, and then elite around the rim, and then getting gets to the line. So here here's my take on this. Next season, let Rubio walk. Do not get another point guard. Keep you, keep Exum. Bring Exum off the bench. Fill the shooting guard spot, and let. Donovan be James Harden, but I say Let him be Russell Westbrook, and I like handle the rock. I like that too. But the thing about James Harden and Russell Westbrook, they're not true point guards in the sense right. that they're just ball handling guards. And if we compare another ball handling guard, that it doesn't matter who's the point, right. the one or the right. two, it's just interchangeable. They're just out on the floor together. That is would be ideal because that's the thing about when we've got Ingles who. Mm-hmm. He's basically yeah, yeah, a point yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. He right. can dish. So if we get, you know, let I love Rubio. I will always remember playoff Rubio with with fondness. Mm. But I don't. I want Donovan's hand on the ball. He is yeah. what, what we should be looking at right now. What I hope Den- Dennis Lindsay is looking at and seeing is he is. He's not James. James Harden is all world level. I hate James Harden. I hate everything he does. But game got to respect game, and the dude is balling. He's amazing. He's best offensive player since Kobe. Absolutely, easily, if yeah. not better than Kobe. I mean, and that's that's coming from a, He's a at Kobe least stand. Kobe level right now. Yeah, yeah. I saw a dude put out Kobe versus Harden t- today. Actually, right before mm-hmm. I left, 
and basically he just put the stats out there and he said, it's time we have this conversation. Oh. If, if Harden <laughs> can keep this up for a couple more years, then it's definitely a conversation. Yeah. Because yeah, Kobe, Kobe did it for a Kobe long time. Kobe did it for a long, yeah, yeah, long time. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Harden, that, Harden that's I always... feel like, is still ascending into this. Yeah. Like, every year he's changing who he is in a good way. He's just getting better and better and better I think year. you'll see that from Donovan, too. But I think who we put next to him is going to be huge he's a, for... I think we should be seeing Donovan because, as a poor man's James Harden. Yeah. yeah. He may not get us 35, 9, and 8... But he can get us twenty eight, three and, and six. Well, and you know, yeah. it goes back to that And that's really that that's Dwayne to Wade. No. That's really good. It goes back to that Dwayne Wade comparison too, who yes. had those same abilities. Yep. Had, he was a ball handling, super athletic shooting guard who couldn't shoot very well at first, right. especially, but yeah, and then um, just get some I, shooters around Dwayne. Uh, I agree because once you do that, then it doesn't matter who you have at shooting guard. Like you wouldn't need to get a Kimball Walker, even no. though that, of course you'd want one, right? But you wouldn't need one. You just need a sufficient shooter out there, like a great what we think Grayson Allen could be. Some like you, he's good at the three, but he's right. not really much else. But that's okay because he's a good scorer out there. And once the ball goes into lane, if they can do their job like they're supposed to, then. And he's had work. some big time rookie mistakes in this stretch here, but he's also had some really nice moments. Really, I've uh, Grayson been able Allen. To see him, yeah, he's he's played what twelve minutes, twelve about fifteen yeah. minutes a yeah, game or so in this stretch because we need people we, on the floor. We just need a, and he's a had some moments. Yeah. You know, you can see because this is his most run he's gotten in his mm-hmm. entire career so far, and you can see the mistakes and the stuff. You know, but. Dude, he's made some really nice reads. Yeah, he's had a sweet shooting stroke. Nice. He's got so, a good engine out there, man. Too. He's oh yeah, every time he's he's had blocked shots. He's he's had great steals and hustle plays, and yep. just like we th- hoped he would. And and yeah. so that's gonna be. I think that's awesome. Good call for Donovan to put that into Dennis Lindsay's ear. Right. I mean, because that's the story. Is I'd rather be playing with him than against him. Yeah. So I, I, everything I've seen out of Grayson is positive. Not that I mean he makes those mistakes as right. as a rookie, but when he's out there, he plays well. Like I you think look the at him stars go, have really helped him. He's played really mm-hmm. well in the stars, and I know that they specifically the, had been the Salt Lake Stars, right. the and the the G League team. That's right. Yeah. So, and I know that they the coaches were specifically working on um, getting his defense and stuff up to mm. you know and. Uh, Quinn Snyder was saying how how you know good he's been and and pretty much what they've progressing in a way that they're really happy with. So all right, so can I talk about schedule real quick? Oh, before you uh, go, just really quick on the Grayson Allen thing. Look at look at the Jazz's record, right? You take a guy like Gordon Hayward, and he has career years in year six and year seven, mm-hmm. constantly progressing. Look at Rudy Gobert; it's his. Six, fifth, sixth year in the league. Something like that. And he's having a career best year. Um, Donovan Mitchell, year to year, it's only the second year you're seeing some huge improvements. So who knows who he could be in fifth, fifth or sixth year? Right. You keep, get a guy like Grayson Allen. Even Dante Exum, with all of his injuries, is looking better this year than he ever has. Right. It's true. We're, we're, we are on the cusp. 40 and 0, guys. Woo. 40 and 0. 40 and 0. All right. Well, that gets me well, to the. <laughs> I was going to say. Before you get to the schedule. Oh, my gosh. Never. 
Now you know how that I was feel. a great segue. Forty and oh. I no, s- I, to go I threw right. that up and he intercepted. I still had stuff to talk about, and you guys are trying to move it along or something. I don't know. He ruined your fire. I was just gonna say that not that we gotta get way deep into it, but like, who is that other player that you that's a you know a ball handling guard that you could put next to him? That's Damian Lillard. Well, I'm saying like you don't need to need have a ball handling guard. Well, you need to like a Clay Thompson who doesn't need who just okay, runs I around can see. and, and I see can, what you mean. can hit it, but can handle if you need it. I'm saying you don't take gotcha. the ball out of Russ's or James Harden's hands. You let them decide when to get rid of the ball. But it that's why they're good enough you, that it still works, even though right? when like Chris Paul's out there. But that's because they win. They go ISO ball. That's true. They they don't play. Like Dan Tony's smart. He he knows yeah. both those guys yeah. need the ball. We're just gonna go ISO. Yeah, We're gonna go nineties NBA because yeah, these guys are that good. There's not enough balls to go around. Right. So yeah. we'll have uh both the guys just manage the ball and no one else will manage. So does that exactly. does that yeah. change who you would pursue in Yeah, totally. That that's why I'm saying I, I want does that put Lindsay, Clay to the forefront of your Or Tobias Harris. Or Tobias Harris. I'd say yeah. Kemba Walker is probably the the one who would harm he would be great for our team. I love if we get him. I love it, but I think he would harm Donovan's, Donovan's yeah. progression he's ball heavy more already. than anybody else. Gotcha. That's true. Yeah, he's ball yeah, heavy already. Because sure. mm, what an interesting wrinkle on our pod from just what last week or week before. Week or two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I still love Tobias Harris, and he started slow last night, but he got going, and I yeah, I still liked it. Mm-hmm, so. And if he can bring Bobin over as a backup center <laughs> slash John Wick three assassin, slash, right. by the way, slash YouTube star, check, yeah, check that trailer out. John Wick three. John Wick three. Well, Bobin gets decapitated by a book. Does Donovan go on this <laughs> big explosion? If does he go on this big explosion if Rubio didn't get injured? No, 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 because no. Rubio handles the ball. And yeah. see, here's what this has done is before Donovan, even though he was a star, was still part of the system and he would score within the system. What this has done is it's kind of elevated him uh, as not above the system, but he's more uh, integral now as a part of the system. So the system runs through him, balls in his hands more. And so he's scoring more. As soon as Rubio comes back, if things go back to normal, he's going to be Donovan of the early of a month ago and scoring, you know, 22 a game. And not having a great offensive impact on the game. Yeah, look at every time you have a coach who has a, a specific system that they want to run, but you have a guy, a player, who can simply overwhelm the defense and overwhelm and get his points at will. And you think Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan. Like Phil Jackson always wanted to run the triangle, but Michael Jordan would just say, "Screw that! I'm getting this," and he would do it. And that always irked Phil Jackson, but you, you can't, you don't say no to Michael Jordan. I'm not saying that Donovan is Michael Jordan, but hopefully, and, and Quinn's a smart enough coach. He he molded our system to fit Gordon Hayward. Uh, he's been molding. We didn't even know that we had Spida when we had him, and we're still learning who Spida can be. So my hope is that right now he's looking at this saying. Yeah, we're all about that motion offense, passing the ball, ball moves faster at the pass, all of that. We're going to keep as much of that as we can. But sometimes you just have to give the guy the ball. And right. that's you what did, we're learning right now. You yeah, just you give just him the have ball. to say, screw the system. He's better than the system. Just let him do it. He'll he'll make it work. Right. 
and he's proven he can. He's got the passing ability. I mean, there's some passes I've seen him throw. And I'm like, dang, that was that was good. He's That's got the basketball IQ. Yeah. And he's not going to learn and develop that, which he already has, but he's not going right. to develop it if you just tell him the whole time, stay within the parameters of this system. Right. Which Quinn's not doing, but yeah, and he's I letting think, him grow. I think we have a smart enough front office that they're looking at this saying, okay, change your plans. Give Donovan the ball. Yeah. Oh, interesting. A year and a half into it. And I think you're right. I think the, I think their eyes are probably seeing it now going... Yeah, this is what we need to do. Plus, he doesn't get injured. Like, I mean, he's well, had a couple of issues here and he's there. He's played like, a year and a half. Or so he plays... Back. Well, yeah, so did Dante. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've, yeah. we've, we've seen injury-prone guys. And, I mean, Rubio has been with us for a year and a half, and he's been injured for a good portion of that time. Oh, um, man, do you remember... Who's the dude who always had his toe injured? Oh, oh, that would Ronnie be Price. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, George Hill. George Hill. George, George Hill. Hill. Ronnie Price always had Ronnie his toe Price hurt did too. <laughs> big toe keeping him out of all these important games. Like, it's a big yeah. toe. Get out there and play. And Donovan Mitchell injured his big toe in the playoffs mm, played. and played through it and won a series. Won, yeah. <laughs> and that's the you see Donovan. You see a guy like Dwayne Wade played through that Rockets series too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you see a guy who's going to get stay on the floor as often as you possibly can. You give give him the ball, give him your future. He, him, and Rudy are the future of the team, and Rudy doesn't need the ball. No, just let let Donovan handle it. Let him be James Harden. You know, if you get a guy, I mean, just and we've got a smart enough front front office. They're gonna they they know this. You know, they're gonna figure this out, but. We also have a smart enough front office to look around the league and see what you need is quality depth. And when everybody's healthy, we've got quality depth on our team. Oh, yeah. We're great. Team. Especially when Crowder and Corver can hit, make, man, <laughs> score 40 points combined. Like six years younger, man. That dude is <sighs> he so important to our team. The thing is, he doesn't. He, He's in, he's all you have to do is run around the court and pop. pop Actually, threes. all he has to do is run from three point line to three point yeah. line. He doesn't even run past that anymore. Yeah, that's uh, a sweet. And kid. he's he's cited like Ray Allen as mm-hmm. like a a guy that he's watched that has just kept you know in shape and just like he'll probably be able to Corver's, play. Corver's a guy who can play until he's 40, yeah. 42, just popping those threes. Yeah, mm. good stuff. All right. Schedule real quick. No, I had one more. <laughs> we are on a five and zero run. We're playing Cleveland on Friday. We're playing Portland on Monday. Denver on Wednesday, and Minnesota on Friday. The only team we lose to there is Cleveland and Minnesota again on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, for real. Do we, here's a question: Do we finish out the month without a loss? 40, or not the month from now from now to the end. Forty and zero. Forty and zero the rest of the way. I think that we beat. Portland twice. I think they'll they're gonna get us this time. I think that they're well coached. They're I, I, although are they're, they? they're kind of struggling right they've now. Been struggling. Though, they've so. been falling. I think we can beat Portland. Maybe we'll the matchup is just and we'll get up for that. Yeah, you're right. Dude, and also, if we win them, we win that. We we own the the series. Yeah. So Blazers are seven and three in their last ten, and they are sitting at number four in the West right now. Oh really? I, I thought realize, they were worse than that. I didn't realize they, they were that I, mean, high. I, I guess they, they hit a poorly. skid, but maybe oh, they okay. they bounced back. Well, okay. I would say though the the two that worry me are obviously Portland and Denver. Yeah. Dude, Minnesota hasn't always. Denver 
always plays hard. I and hate Minnesota. They play, they they play hard. They shouldn't. And also, like, they These are, are a little bit too. more, like, like. They're energized. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, with Tibbs gone. Cat is playing out of his mind right now. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. So, I mean, they're hmm. they're not winning a whole lot so of games. So are the Clippers. They're playing well. Yeah, just beat the Clippers. It's fun. I think, like, I don't think we're going to I think the Jazz, though, are hitting their stride. I think they're to that point now, playing at a level, even with all the injuries, that they can beat anyone on any night. Yeah, absolutely. So I could see. But also, we have those nights once in a while where you just wet the bed and you just. Yeah. Yeah, suddenly, like, I'm I'm glad to see Crowder came out of that slump, but he could easily get right back in it. So He's a bench player's. He's, he, he's one of those guys that he's going to have games like this, and he'll have a few games in a row like this where he tantalizes you. But overall, well, he, he produces the value he, that you need. He does. Yeah, he but does. But in some, a lot of ways, too, he's the definition of a streaky sh- oh, shooter. Yeah. You know, he's, just like he's either hot or cold. And that's why I want to keep shooting. of a bench yeah, player, man. Exactly. Because he'll have a 28-point explosion against a team that you need to beat. And he, you need yep. a couple of those guys on the team that – if they go off, they swing the game, they yep. swing the series, whatever it yep. is. He's the guy that will come in and just mess up Golden State. All right. You know? Like yep, for sure. So I I am I am down with Crowder. I love Crowder. Yeah. He's one of my favorite guys on the team because he'll awesome, man. I'm down with the sickness. I'm down with Crowder. Mm. I'm down with whatever else is down. I'm down with Hydro Man. OPP. I'm down with all of it. You know me. Uh, and ICP? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Give me some oh, gigolos. <laughs> oh, mercy. Take us out, D. Sun is getting really low. <laughs> Till then, until next time, keep checking.